everybody. Welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. Today we're going to be talking about the 2007 movie Planet Terror, uh, one part of the Grindhouse, two movies that were uh, a collaboration between Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Uh, we will be reviewing both movies here, but we're, of course we're going to start with Planet Terror, which was the first part of the, the Grindhouse two-parter there. Um, now, did you watch both of these back-to-back, -back, like how they came out in theaters, Alex? Originally I did, but not, the, not this time Not now. this time. Yeah, we got together and we planned on doing Death Proof, and then it just, I was like, ah, screw it, let's do them both. So yeah. then I went back. Yeah, uh, before I actually, I've only seen them separately before. Uh, so I actually mm -hmm. have the Blu ray of it where it has them combined together with everything, you know, the, the actual previews they made. So it was kind of cool seeing them all kind of flow together pretty pretty seamlessly there. Of course, this one it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, you know, uh, movies with Desperado, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Dust Till Dawn, Dust Till Dawn. He also collaborated with Quentin Tarantino on pretty big catalog of movies here. Spy um, Kids, man. Spy Kids. Yeah, dude, I, I totally forget he did Spy Kids at, <laughs> at one point. He actually does another movie we should do on the show one time called The Faculty. Love The Faculty. That's I, him too. I actually wanted to mention The Faculty because apparently he started writing this movie and it was called Project Terror when he started writing uh, it, uh, which ends up – that's what they call the the actual like uh, the gas, gas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he started writing this in 1998 while he was filming The Faculty. Uh, and then it, it took all those years later to actually make it happen. He partnered with Quentin Tarantino, who, which he, he partnered with Dust Till Dawn, like we mentioned before. Uh, and this has a, a huge cast of characters here uh, in both movies, actually. But this one even more this so. This one especially, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got Freddy Rodriguez, uh, Rose McGowan, uh, Marley Shelton, Josh Brolin. Uh, we talked about Josh Brolin a little while ago when we did the Hollow Man review. Uh, Michael Bain, Tom Savini, and you also got Bruce Willis in there as well. Fergie. <laughs> Fergie. Yeah, Fergie. Yeah, you got Fergie. <laughs> there's, there's so many people in this movie. Uh, and a staple of the old Grindhouse movies in the 70s was trying to get a, a well-known star into the movies, and they would put them into the trailer to kind of trick people into going to the movie, but they would only have a little part, which is exactly what they did with Bruce Willis in this. They had him in all the trailers <laughs> for it, but he's only in the movie for maybe like five minutes if that if even ten, yeah if not even 10 probably this whole thing is an homage and i love that they got this together um i don't know if anybody watching this, what grindhouse is but it was just like these quick like uh like gritty usually foreign movies and that's what they were going for and oh they nail it in this man oh yeah i mean you're, a lot of back in the day you could see them at like drive-ins and like these old like dollar movie theaters that you you go late at night, like the midnight showing or something, they would show these just gory, gritty, dirty movies. Um, and it, I mean, it's, they did it, they did it justice. They did it really well through both movies it has like the grit and like the, the missing reels in the movies <laughs> and stuff. It's like the film damage and it, it's, I love it. And it sounds great. Like you can hear like the crackling of like the, yeah. the 35 millimeter, uh, but it's great. I love it. And in fact about this, I didn't know. Apparently, John Carpenter scored some of the music for this. Um, I didn't know that. Robert Rodriguez did a lot of the music, but there is certain points where you hear like a lot of the synth music. John Carpenter, yeah, he uh, he did the music in this, and Robert Rodriguez kind of went back and did some stuff over top of it and throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, good. Awesome, man. That's a little fact I didn't know. Before we get to the movie, there's trailers in bef in, uh, before these movies. And normally we don't yeah. talk about the trailers before our movies review. <laughs> uh, but this is a special case because these were, you know, they were made specifically for the movie. Uh, the trailers are very grindhousey. You have, like, the, the cliche voiceover over top of them. 
Uh, but the one that goes with this one is, of course, Machete, which Robert Rodriguez actually turned into a movie a couple of years later. I think there's two of them, actually. I think there is two of them, yeah. Uh, um, I, I might have only seen that first one. I, I think I've seen them both, because um, I think Mel Gibson's in the second one. Yeah, but, I think uh, so. <laughs> but uh, each, each trailer is a different director, right? Yeah, each trailer is a different director. I think Robert Rodriguez actually did the Machete trailer, though. Okay, I, it, I didn't know. I think he actually did that first one, yeah. But, of course, that gets turned into a movie, into a movie later. The trailer is hilarious to me. Like, man, <laughs> like, Machete was, like, contracted to kill somebody, and while he's going to kill him, somebody else was hired to kill him, and the dude's smiling at him when he sees him through the scope. It's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but of course, it's there's tons of blood, uh, gratuitous violence, gratuity, gratuitous nudity as well. <laughs> they show him like in that hot tub with like these two naked chicks. I think Lindsay Lohan's in the actual movie in that scene. I, I think, think that's so. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's a great start to kick off the Grindhouse. You know, you get everything all in that that one trailer before you go into the actual Planet Terror movie. Is that the only one before Planet Terror? Yeah, that's the only one before Planet Terror, and then you get a couple of them before, like between in between, the two of them. and then going into Death Proof. Planet Terror, man, I forgot on how wild this movie was. Like, there, I feel like there's so much happening in this movie. There's so many different like groups of characters that end up coming together uh, towards the end. It moves at such a brisk pace. Good. Uh, that's a good thing about this movie, though. Like, it's like boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's vastly different than the the Death Proof movie we get in the next one, where I know we'll get into Death Proof eventually, but I feel like the it, I feel like it would have worked better if you would have put Death Proof first and then which go into, it comes into chronologically first too because they're they happen within the same town because the hospital and Death Proof is the same hospital and Planet Terror. Yeah. Yeah. So and they talk in Planet Terror. I know we're gonna get to Death Proof about mourning the death that happens in Death Proof. They're like they talk about mourning Jungle Jungle Julie. They're like yeah. rest in peace, Jungle Julie. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't flip them. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it either. I don't. I don't. I didn't see anything about what the, what the reasoning was behind it. But I feel like it would have been. It would have felt a little shorter putting death because death proof is a little bit more strong strung out it's a little even though it's about the same runtime it feels like it's longer than this yeah, one they, this one it, the pacing is down in this one yeah I, I i got an opinion on that but i got we almost got to wait to the death proof review before i yeah. give that but um but the most well-known aspect of this movie of course is rose mcgowan and her machine gun leg that she yeah. gets i forgot how late she gets this machine gun leg in the movie like i've for some reason in my mind i i thought she had it for a majority of the movie nope it's like the nope. last half hour if that yeah. if movie. if that yeah if that how does she shoot that thing i was thinking about that i don't understand i don't know how it works <laughs> i'm not supposed to think about these kind of yeah, things but not I'm at like, all. how the fuck does she shoot that thing <laughs> Uh, but we open up that she's a stripper at a strip club. She's tired of that shit. Like she's dancing. You know, you've had this a couple of these scenes throughout Robert Rodriguez his career. You know, you have like that kind of similar music to Dust Till Dawn whenever uh, Selma Hayek's dancing as well. Mm -hmm. But you also you get that same scene here with Rose McGowan. And at the end of her dance, she she breaks down. She's kind of crying. The manager is just an asshole. <laughs> it's like, hey, we can't be having this shit. <laughs> like people people don't want to see you cry. Don't want to see you cry. Uh, but she said that, like she quits. And apparently she's she tried quitting multiple times before. But this was the last straw. She's had it. She's out of the town. Uh, but you start meeting all these characters 
that's the opening part of this movie. You're jumping between all these different characters because from there you jump to the uh, doctors. Yeah, you jump to the doctors. You meet. Well, you don't see not to the doctor. You get to the doctor's house. Uh, yeah, 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 with like Marley and Josh Brolin. You know, they're a couple. They have a kid. And Such an asshole. In this. He is an asshole. In this. He is an asshole. In this. Uh, but she's texting with someone. You could tell. You could tell there's something going on. You know, there's someone else in the picture. She's trying to hide something from him. It goes to JT's barbecue place, which is a, a focal point. You kind of come back to throughout the movie. You meet Fergie. Her car breaks down. I thought for some reason I thought she was a bigger part of this movie as well, but she's yeah, just she's a little cameo here and there. You don't really find out who she is until later, uh, but you get introduced to her. Cherry comes across. She's just walking down the road. She almost gets hit by a convoy of military trucks that are going to this just remote warehouse base, I guess. In the middle of this town. I mean, that's where they do put them. You get the introduction between Bruce Willis, his character, and then the scientist who comes back later in the movie. Uh, the scientist is pissed off because one of his dudes let three specimens out. They yeah. don't know where they're at. They got to try to track them down. And he's going to kill this dude. But before he kills him, he's going to take his balls because he has this huge container of just testicles that he just takes from people before he kills. <laughs> just why the fuck not? Just go even more. <laughs> Never out explains there. it. Never, Never explains, explains it. it. This is thing. <laughs> but before he could do everything, uh, Bruce Willis shows up looking for the shit. Where's the shit? He's like, well, it's right here. You're surrounded by it. He has this gas mask, but you don't really know what why that comes into play until later and much later in the movie in fact um, yeah because he he shoots the container too and like bruce willis walks right into the the green gas he yeah. like walks straight into it at this point you're like what? this is a little mystery at this point you're like what the fuck's yeah, going on he here? shoots it and pretty much everybody around him like their faces start melting they start getting deformed uh but bruce willis yeah he takes the mask off he's just fine but as he's talking to the scientist you see like these boils start bubbling all over his face and shit uh, but you don't really know like what what it is or what the mask is going to do or who even Bruce Willis is at this point. Uh, this this is just to let the containment out, let the gas out to, to start the progress of the movie here to go forward. Go back to Cherry, who's at the barbecue pit, just chilling. You get introduced to uh, Ray or El Ray, as they call him. And you find out that Ray and Cherry, they have a relationship. You mentioned it comes up later in the movie a bunch of times, but she stole his jacket when she left. <laughs> she stole looked his damn for it jacket. for two weeks. He looked for it for two weeks. I, this is actually <laughs> one of my favorite lines of the movie where she's like, how long did you look for me, Ray? And he's like, I didn't own you. And I'm like, ah, that's a good line. Get her. Cut back. Because it, it's all, it's sporadically just going back and forth between all oh, these yeah. different people. And they're not even like that big of scenes, really. It's just. Oh, you get this connection. You know they have a history together. Oh, we're cutting back to the hospital. Josh Brolin and uh, Marley are uh, are at the hospital. Uh, Joe Fisherman comes in. He got bit, and it's not bleeding at all. It's just this big like, chunk missing out of his arm. And I, they don't explain it. It's just another a quirk that Josh Brolin has, but he like chews on a, thermo a glass thermometer. A glass thermometer. But he's the one that kind of comes in and starts spreading it throughout the the rest of the the hospital and then the town there this was such a like one of the first gross gross scenes in the movie is when he's kind of inspecting him he's showing him like these pictures of these gross on dudes dicks and stuff uh but he opens up his mouth and his tongue's all like bubbly and pussy and stuff oh it's so gross and he pops it Ugh. oh yeah he pops it it's just it squirts out all over like, it's yeah, like uh... <laughs> a lot of gross out stuff in this yeah, this one's not for the faint of heart. This one, this one's a little squeamish. 
Yeah. And they, it starts spreading. They're like, all right, we got to take the arm off, man. We got to take the arm off champ. Uh, and then he gets, he calls Marley to get her needles. She comes in and this is something that comes back later in the movie as well. She has three needles. It's like yellow, blue, and red, I, I yeah. think is the, the order it goes in. My yellow friend is just to take the sting. My blue friend, you'll barely feel. And after my redheaded friend, you'll never see me again. Whenever he calls her, did you see the list that was on her desk? Mm -mm. It's pretty funny because I saw it and I was like, what did that say? And I rewind it and had to pause it. Whenever he calls her, she's like sitting at the desk. She grabs her needles and there's a notepad sitting right beside it. And on the notepad, it says cereal for Tony, crickets for Tony's pet. And then the last one is kill Bill. <laughs> and Bill is her husband. <laughs> but I was like, she just wrote that on a notepad, just leaving it out in the middle of the hospital. <laughs> Anybody can read it. Kill Bill. <laughs> kill Bill. Once again, it cuts back. We're going to, this is a pattern. Like we mentioned, it's going to, we're going to be going back and forth between all these characters here. Goes back to Fergie. Her car breaks down once again. Uh, and then she pretty much just gets attacked and mauled by zombies and just ripped yeah. apart in the middle of this road here. And Which transitions into getting go back to El Rey. Yeah, El Rey and Cherry are driving past her as she's getting torn up. And they're like, oh, what was that? And he's like, oh, it was just probably roadkill or whatever. People tearing apart roadkill. You know, they eat it around here. And they go into a huge conversation about just roadkill and deer. And he's saying, oh, you shouldn't. You If you're ever about to hit a deer, you shouldn't swerve or hit the brakes. You just do it. You just hit that deer. And immediately, <laughs> as soon as he's done talking about it, something like there's a person out in the middle of the a zombie out in the middle of the road he just swerves right off the road wrecks the whole damn car whole damn truck thought you said you shouldn't swerve immediately right after <laughs> uh but yeah she gets taken away as they're getting out of the car zombies grab her and drag her away and rip her leg off at this point uh and i didn't remember how that happened how her leg came off but of course it is due to the zombies where obviously i guess they just didn't bite it off they ripped it off that's why she never turned yeah um, because they no, do, i think she's immune yeah they do all mention of about all of them have immunity but they never like yeah it never goes into it yeah they never really go into it about why they're immune or like or what not important it's not important they're just <laughs> not immune Every, yeah the group of people you have by the end of this movie are all immune he takes her to the hospital because of her leg getting ripped off you get introduced to michael bain you know do from like aliens tons of other movies He's, he plays the sheriff in this movie. Uh, he has a history with Ray. He wants to arrest Ray because you, you're coming in with a chick with her her leg cut off, and you're out here firing shots. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, "Where'd you, you get the gun, gun, Ray? Yeah, where'd you, you get have the a gun? gun? Shit hits the fan at this point. Yeah, shit hits the fan because Josh Brolin finds out about her wife, his wife. He, yeah, because he finds Fergie, Fergie comes. Yeah, she gets into the hospital, and then. He, fought, he has her cell phone. You see that they're texting back and forth. He confronts her about it. And like you said before, he is such a dickhead in this movie, man. He he gives her her own shots. And yeah. he, like, stabs her in the hand multiple times. Like, ugh. Show it to me. Help me. Show it to me. I can't imagine just getting stabbed with a needle over and over in her hand. This is such a drastic change from what we just watched a drastic or Josh Brolin too. Like he is such an ass in this. We talked about how much Kevin Bacon was in the last movie. Josh Brolin plays it so well in this. Oh yeah, so well a in this. Gritty asshole too. Just gritty and jerk. But he gets interrupted by one of the other doctors. What? What? 
you gotta see this. And like her hands are like this for a majority of the movie because he just stabbed her. <laughs> she looks yeah, like a T-Rex the whole time. <laughs> uh, but they have an emergency because there's other people getting infected. And then they go to the morgue and all the some of the bodies are missing. They just up and vanished. Uh, so shit's picking yeah, up happened. super quick. And it seems like the infection, as soon as you get it, you're you're turning in a matter of minutes yeah, yeah you also get introduced to tom savini he's one of the deputies in the movie he doesn't really have a huge part but it's cool seeing tom savini in there my guess is he was part of the, the special effects team on this as well because they are pretty well done you kind of stick with el ray and cherry here for a minute because you go back to the police station he's kind of chained up there cherry's not there at the point she's still in the hospital she's dealing with losing her leg all of a sudden ray's at the police station tom savini runs in with his fucking finger bitten off. <laughs> he's like, I was trying to arrest this dude. Fucker bit my finger off. And he's like, and he's like, I'll put a bandaid on it. Yeah. He's like, I'll put a bandaid. He's like, no, the fucker bit my finger off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ray Arm already knows something's up. Cause he saw a couple people at the hospital that have bites and they have like these boils all over him. He knows something's up. He's putting the pieces together here. Uh, and they kind of, they go out and they trying to investigate, find this person that bit Tom Savini. Oh, and they find him. They not only find that dude, they find other people as well because they get attacked at this police station. Uh, and he, Tom Savini's trying to find his his wedding band that was on his finger, and he's searching for this fucking wedding band this whole time, like while they're fighting and stuff. But I love the gore in this movie too because you get a lot of gross out scenes, but every time someone gets shot or sliced, Ow. yeah, it's like blood everywhere, flying ridiculous amounts. Similar to like a lot of Quentin Tarantino's work, uh, it. I can think of Django specifically because whenever they're just shooting people, blood's flying everywhere. Ridiculous oh, it's, amounts. It's every it's sprays. When they get stabbed with knives, it's spraying. Just there's so oh, yeah. much blood. So I love, all I purpose. love it, man. <laughs> yeah, me too. You, you come right back then because L El Ray wants to go to the hospital, pick up Cherry. And one of my favorite scenes is this one where the girl jumps out. The girl who got stabbed with her in her hands. Mm -hmm. She jumps out the window. She's trying to get into her car. Uh, and I yeah. love this because she, she can't feel it. She can't get it in. And she slips and she has it tucked in the doorknob oh and just breaks her hand, which never comes up again, by the way. Her hand's like fine. Her later. hand's fine. Yeah. Because yeah. she gets like once she gets them back, she's good to go. She's fighting yeah. with them at the end. But yeah. yeah, man. Oh, that hurt too, man. Just the way it cracked and her hands Ugh. bent. Ugh. Like, uh, well, she was yeah. trying to like hold it and then pushed like the button in with her like her toe heel yeah but, but that's what i'm saying like you have heels use the heel to push the button and she was trying to use like her toe it was like use the heel you'd you'd have no problem there <laughs> yeah, i don't i mean i guess like you got to get in your car but i would not have stuck my hand in that way no yeah. fucking way uh but i thought going back whenever they're about to go to the hospital he's like fine but we're taking my car Riding with you. Ray and uh, Michael Bain get to the hospital at this point as Marley's leaving to go get her kid. He's fighting through the hospital, and you could tell that he has some sort of history and some training because he's front flipping, doing backflips. It's like <laughs> fucking all these people up with like, uh, what did he have? I forget. He has two. He has two like switchblades because yeah, they won't give like him a gun. Knife. Still, yeah, they won't give him a gun. Still. He's like, give me a gun. He's like, you're fucking kidding me. No. <laughs> so he's just running through with these two little knives, just stabbing people. <laughs> yeah, because he he's like, open up the glove box. He just takes the the switchblade out of there. But yeah, you get a huge action scene there. He's just 
fucking all these and he's trying to avoid the blood too because like when he's stabbing him he's trying to lean around but it's weird because the one point where he jumps on top of someone he stabs him it looks like the blood just flies right up in his face but you know and then the next scene he's, it's clean you don't he's have fine. to worry about it <laughs> main character he's got a shield right here yeah but he gets the cherry and she has like the sheet up over you don't know if she's dead or not but of course she's alive he's like get up we gotta go <laughs> he's like i'm missing a leg what do you expect me to do and he's like fine <laughs> busts the table leg off and i don't know how he attaches this table leg to her slams like, it in there man because <laughs> she already has like a metal nub yeah there's a the metal end. nub there i don't know why <laughs> they did that that's what i was saying was like, i don't know how he gets that leg the table leg on there i guess he yeah. just slams just it over that metal nub slams it over it man that's but not how like, wood works just a little bigger than her other leg so she's like <laughs> like off balance the whole time and she's leaning on him as they're going throughout the the hospital here uh and josh brolin he's also trying to get through the hospital he opens up a curtain and, and the the fisherman dude that he was with before he has like one of those uh those grinders and circular he, saws the yeah. circular saw and he comes at him but that cord is just just long enough and it like cuts his glasses in half and shit and then because it he pulled the plug out of the wall he's like you know what I'm, I'll turn you another way. So he like squeezes the pus out of his face all over Josh Brolin. Who just <laughs> stares like, at him. And just stares at him. And it's like leaking all into his mouth and shit. It's yeah. so gross. <laughs> but that's how Josh Brolin gets turned. But he uh, stays like conscious like throughout this. Because he's like chasing his wife throughout the rest of this movie. So like, and they don't explain that either. Again, they don't need to, I guess. But. Yeah, there's... It's just for plot convenience because sure. all the other zombies, they're not talking or anything like yeah, that. They seem like berserk. Well, yeah, I think they, I mean, they do get guns towards the end of the movies, like towards the end of the movie, like the zombies and shit. So yeah. I don't know like how much they can do, if they have an actual thought process, if they can talk, but he seems like he's just himself pretty much. Yeah. He's just turn slowly turning, whereas everybody else is turning in a matter of seconds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's just for plot convenience at this point. Barley goes and picks up the kids and pisses off the babysitters that are there because she's like a couple hours late, and these kids are just assholes. Overreaction much? Overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> Way overreaction. Because <laughs> she just like pushes them car. out the door, and as she's leaving, they climb on top of her car, just beating the shit out of her car and everything. I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, Obviously, damn. she's been through enough, because the rest of this movie, her, like, her hair's all soaked, her makeup's running down her face, she looks like a mess. But like, And then the, these kids on top of it, man. These twins, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the like twins. twin girls. The twins, they always call them the twins. Yeah, and the posse, uh, the posse of the cops and Ray and Cherry that they meet up with, and some of the townsfolk, they go and end up at JT's barbecue shack. Um, and we didn't mention, but JT had a little run in. It was kind of funny. Just these people that were just kind of standing outside of his house outside of the, the barbecue place and he was on the phone with the sheriff he's like i don't know what the hell they want they're just standing out here loitering or whatever and then he's like you fucking want something or what <laughs> and then they come in he's like oh they're got they're gonna get something never mind yeah uh, <laughs> but they come into the place and he's like laying there with like it looks like his guts are hanging out all over the place and blood but nope he's just sleeping he's just like and he's got barbecue sauce and sausage lakes on him he's like you want a bite he's like, you want some? he just takes a bite after he killed these two people too by the way they're dead on the he floor he even says it. he's like well i killed these two sons of bitches and i must have fell asleep <laughs> 
he is one of the best characters of the movie here. Him yeah. and his brother's interaction about like the whole secret sauce the entire time is funny. Yeah, because he's talking old... cuz he mentions like right at, earlier in the movie he's like, "Well, how's the business going?" He's like, "Well, the fucker keeps raising the rent at the place. I can't afford to be around here any longer." Yeah. And then you find out it's his brother that owns the place that keeps and he's raising... because he wants the the formula for the the barbecue sauce and everything. Back to Marley uh going to you find out it's a it's her dad's house because she just calls him daddy. So I'm assuming it's her dad's house. Yeah. Uh, but he's like the sh chief, the sheriff. I don't know. Yeah. Who he is. But instead of taking her son in with her, she leaves the son in the car and she gives him a gun. And she specifically <laughs> says, if anybody comes to the car, that's not me. Shoot them. And he's like, well, what about daddy? And he's like, especially daddy. <laughs> I know this is the darkest humor, but I cracked up in this scene oh, you dude, automatically know what's gonna happen and this well, kid's maybe like him, seven years like, old he like looks at the gun and she's like don't you blow your face off and then she <laughs> yeah. starts walking away boom he blows his fucking yeah, face she doesn't even get to the door and you hear you immediately hear the gunshot go off and you're like oh my god and she walks back and looks at it of course he blows his head off um apparently robert rodriguez they had a kid to do this and then he just he at last second he's like no i don't feel comfortable doing this so he had his own son do it uh, so that that kid is robert rodriguez's son he's like i just didn't feel right bringing anybody else in to do this kind of thing he's like yeah. i'll do it with my own kid but i i can't do it with anybody yeah, else i'll scar my own child that's fine <laughs> after he shoots himself too the girl carries his body for an awkward amount of time i know it's a kid awkward like, amount of time like it's for like a few like like 40 minutes left through the movie she's carrying this kid's body dead yeah and <laughs> i i forgot to write it down but mentioning michael parks plays her dad and michael parks is in some other robert rodriguez movies he's in a, a couple of quentin tarantino's movies uh specifically he's the the cop in dust till dawn there in the beginning uh yeah. when they're at that that little uh like liquor store he's also the sheriff in kill bill whenever they go to the actual chapel and they're investigating like you know the, the mass murder uh but he's in a lot of other shit he's a great actor man uh one tusk. Of those, i love him in tusk he is in tusk uh, a lot of people tusk. shit on tusk but i like tusk i like tusk <laughs> um but yeah he's just one of those dudes that, that shows up and you're like hey that guy, it's that guy yeah <laughs> i know that guy uh, but there's a scene, a tiny scene earlier where you don't even know who he is at that point. He's just kind of chilling at the house and his wife is, you know, she gets taken over. She's she's the zombie at that point. Yeah. And he ends up having to kill her. And whenever Marley shows up and her son kills herself, she walks in and there's just blood all over the walls and shit. And she calls him daddy, but there's no like interaction or like, well, yeah, I had to kill your mom or anything like that. It's, yeah. it's not even mentioned. You go back to the barbecue place, a lot of jumping back and forth here. Uh, and you get a huge scene between Cherry and Ray just going into their backstory, you know, going in the story behind her stealing his jacket and that they just they weren't right for each other and that he was actually planning on proposing to her. And he's like, oh, did you look in the pocket of the jacket? Uh, and she's been away for so long from him. From what you understand, how does, she not? how does she not know there was something in the pocket of that jacket? I don't know. Man. <laughs> they kind of make up, and it's it's so he's so upfront because like they go into the room, he sits down, and then he just starts taking his clothes off. Like, all right, we're gonna fuck now. We're she's fucking. Like, Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, what the hell are you doing? And then like she's they're actually having this conversation while he's naked, pretty much. And then they bang. They do bang. They do bang. Uh, it goes Long, into it for. Uh, yeah, it goes into it for a little bit, and then you get a missing reel. It cuts yeah. out whenever it gets too hot and steamy. But yeah, it's a little, it's a little long. I do love though when they put the peg leg up. 
and like you oh can see gosh. her wrapped I, in the bag. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get a huge missing reel here. It just cuts out. If like it, I love the way how it like crackles and burns like the actual film, like it just splits apart. And then it cuts to the whole barbecue place is on fire, and all the groups, the pe- the characters that weren't together are now together at the barbecue place. So you miss. It seems like you miss like a good twenty minutes of this 30 movie. Minutes. Thirty yeah. minutes of this movie because they're all together now. Uh, I, like Michael Bain, he's like shot or he's bitten already. Like, yeah, you don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff's bitten. They give Ray all the guns very much they give him all the guns as they're passing like the guns out jay uh they give the guns to ray and he's like spinning them and shit doing all like the crazy stuff he says i never miss yeah he never misses he's like he's like dead uh bullseye yeah, <laughs> like colin farrell <laughs> i yeah. never miss uh, but they have to go out and get the vehicles here they try to get the owner of the strip club is there who you only see at the beginning of the movie and now he's with the group <laughs> all yeah. of a sudden there's tons of people with the group now yeah there's tons of people with the group now yeah. he refuses to go the fuck out and get the car so cherry decides to herself and she's just like peg legging limping across as ray's shooting all these zombies and shit blowing stuff up uh i love it though because it's just blowing like these zombies apart the blood's flying everywhere it's gross shit Good action scene again. Good action scene again. And then everybody gets their own vehicles here. Like, they have a, a huge car for everybody to sit in. Uh, they have El Ray's truck. And then they have, like, the, the motorcycle there as well uh, that they get, that uh, Cherry gets on with them. Yeah, but uh, El Ray gets his own motorcycle, too, as they're escaping. Yeah, it's as, oh, so my sick. gosh, dude. So fucking funny. So fuck. I, I completely blocked this part out of my brain. So it was like I watched it for the first time again. And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, they, the the mom pulls like a little pocket rocket, I think they call them. Yeah, because she can't yeah. she can't drive or they have someone else driving or whatever. But yeah, they open up the trunk and he's like, yep, that'll do. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, there's like those little super mini like motorcycles. And yeah, he's, he's all like so his knees are up to his up to his chest and he's like pops a wheelie as he's driving away. All badass, man. <laughs> Rock like the crazy metal music's playing as they're driving through. That's the most, like, tongue-in-cheek joke in the whole, like, movie. Like, the movie's pretty tongue-in-cheek the entire time. It doesn't take itself <laughs> seriously, but that's, like, the one joke that's, like, And the best the part fuck? is, is that one's, like, the slowest one out of them all, but he's the one leading the pack as they're driving down the road. He's the one in front. <laughs> shooting people. <laughs> they're all shooting zombies and shit. Uh, but then they come to a bridge that they have a blockade there bruce willis's men and shit they He's get captured the they go into yeah. the prison and then they meet the scientists and everything he was talking about how he was actually beginning to develop a cure for this and that they they thought that they had it so as of right now they are trying to they want to break out and then of course you get the quentin tarantino cameo and he's he plays a dick dickhead in this movie big cameo though this is a big cameo yeah, he actually has a role in the in the movie yeah. for a little bit but he's a dickhead. He's also the guards are wearing these gas masks, just like Bruce Willis. Uh, he comes in and he takes Cherry, uh, Cherry and Marley. And I know Marley's not her character name. That's just the name of the actress. I just it's don't remember her name. Yeah, they, remember. they never, never really call her by her character's name in the movie. It's usually like yeah. Doctor or whatever. Um, but that's why I've been calling her Marley. Marley. Uh, but Quentin Tarantino takes them, and they have just this weird 
scene in that elevator as they're going down like quentin tarantino's talking with cherry uh and he's such a dickhead he's like has a gun up to her up to her head or whatever pointed at what you want to die and you pull the little trigger here and a little bullet comes out here a little bullet hits you right there and you know what you don't look like eva gardner no more you want to say fuck you to me don't you yeah that's what you want to say you got that you fuck, fuck you fuck face you, like... they cut back to the the actual like little cell they have in and a dude has like a it's like a saxophone or like a like he's a, playing he's playing Trumpeters like are... a trumpet or whatever like in this jail cell <laughs> and like who is this dude <laughs> he's the trumpet guy he's the trumpet guy apparently <laughs> uh but they end up breaking out of the cell the other dude gets hurt uh jt gets, gets hurt shot, yeah. yeah he gets shot during the breakout so he stays there with his brother the Michael Bain, who was already hurt, but they end up running into Bruce Willis in his his biggest part of the movie here, pretty much explaining the whole plan, explaining how he got infected. He was on like a he got infected. He he was the person that killed Bin Laden, apparently. Yeah, him uh, and his team. Yeah, and they ended up finding like the gas. They found like I forget what they found, like plants or some shit. They end up getting turned. I don't know, but he he explains everything to them. Uh, their whole his whole plan, and as he's doing this, cuts back to Tarantino who. It's a kind of uncomfortable scene where he's making Cherry dance. She's still got the peg leg. She's still like... Yeah, she's still got the peg leg. And it's just uncomfortable because she's like crying while he's doing it. And he's just being verbally abusive. Just Quentin Tarantino being a dick. But she snaps that fucking leg off in his eye, bro. She kicks him and then just stomps and breaks that leg off in his eye, man. It's so gross. He doesn't have the gas mask on, so he started to bubble up and get gross. And he's deciding, he's like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to rape her anyway. And as he's, he like drops his pants and like the goo and gross shit is like melting. His dick's falling off. His dick's falling off. And it's like, he's getting, every time it cuts back to him, he looks grosser as it's happening. This is another one of my favorite lines. He's like, you give me wood. I'm going to give you wood. And he's got the piece of wood sticking out of his yeah. eye. It's, like, uh, oh. it's ridiculous, man. And it's. It's so like uh, that's what I love about this movie is because it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's so Ever. every it's trying to um, one up itself the whole time as it's going out, and we haven't even gotten to some of the best parts of the movie yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marley all of a sudden gets her her movement back in her hands, and she has like a syringe gun strapped to her leg, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she just shoots him up with these syringes. Ray busts in. After they kill Bruce Willis, he gets blown up into like this. Yeah, he turns really big, huge, mm. weird zombie creature, and they blow him the fuck up. Uh, but he rescues Cherry, and he's like, "I got this specially made for you, or whatever." Which I don't know how you got it specially made, or where you had this because you were in prison the whole time. <laughs> but he just like pops the machine gun onto her leg when you get the the pretty much the one that was in all the trailers, the scene that was in the trailers. And one that's most memorable is her on the back of that motorcycle, just firing yeah, and just shooting everybody. It's fucking great. It's a great scene. It is a it's a great action scene. And right after she's like walking away from him, and she shoots the rocket launcher, which pushes her up oh in the my air. God, it's so, and she's like it's so she's ridiculous. coming down and As shooting she's falling, people, just shooting people with her leg. Yeah. yeah, and like you said before, I don't know how she's shooting anything. Like, <laughs> not only is she shooting it, she's deciding whether she's shooting grenades and shooting the regular gun. <laughs> it's like it's like Ash from Evil Dead. It's like how yeah. is he revving the chainsaw? <laughs> yeah. like he turns it on by pulling like the cord off of his chest. Yeah, but, how does he get it going? But how is he revving? Yeah, when he's trying to kill people, they're trying to get to the helicopters to get out of here, 
and they're hiding behind these walls and they're like, well, we got to get here. And the scientist is like, well, we can develop the cure. He's like, well, how many pilots are out here? And it's just Ray. He's the only one. Oh, the, the strip club. The strip owner club can owner. Find. Yeah. And like, like, well, we got to protect the scientists. And he's like, well, how many other scientists are here that could develop a cure? He's like, well, just me. And he like sticks his head out to look and immediately gets his head blown off. <laughs> like, oh, great. There you go. There's our bioengineer. Ray gets shot saving cherry because she missed somebody that was and they were about to kill her he ends up saving her but he ends up sacrificing himself um you get a a touching little scene between them you know as he's dying they keep coming back to it where she told him at the diner at the beginning she's like i want i'm gonna be a comedian she's like i'm a comedian now and i forget the joke she says at the end there but she makes him laugh and she's like i told you i'm i'm funny funny i'm funny (laughs) Uh, but it, I like my favorite part of, of that. Call, a, lot, a lot of callbacks, you know, a lot oh, of setups. That the whole back. thing. Yeah. My favorite line here is where he's like, you guys are going to be good. And she's like, you guys. And he's like, I never miss. And he rubs your belly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's one of the corniest lines. And one of the, like, maybe the worst lines in the movie. I was like, oh, my God. But while they're having this little scene, uh, they're, they're on the chopper already. And they're using the chopper just blades. And they're flying around just chopping up all these all these other zombies around the helipad giving their giving them their moment together uh yeah. but yeah as he's dying the the cord comes down and she's just hanging on to it and i like that i like that shot as yeah, like, she, it, yeah as they're pulling her up the helicopter's flying away and it's just she's a strong chick though i guess she's a stripper though <laughs> yeah should. she has experience uh, Another strange thing here is uh, Michael Park's character. He stays behind at one point and he's like, no, I got this. You guys go. Yeah, I think of J.T. Shiner. Yeah, because then when Josh Brolin shows up much later, right before the helicopter takes off, she's like, oh, and then Michael Parks comes in and kills him. And he's like, come on. And I'm just like, well, well, you came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we we forgot to mention that, too, because there's, there's so many so much bouncing it's, back and forth. It's in just this fucking movie. Yeah. But yeah, you he stays behind at the diner at the at the barbecue place. I'm pretty sure. Uh, as they're leaving the facility, they give JT and his brother Michael Bain that you know the detonator for the bombs. Yeah. And as as they're dying, he's he's like, I gotta ask you, what's the formula? What? He's like, well, if you lower my rent, and he starts, he's like, he's giving them like step by step. This is the formula, and he's like, but you, he's like, you gotta take it to your grave he's like i don't think that's gonna be that hard yeah it's gonna be a problem <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be a problem and they they blow up the place as they're getting on the copter bill's already there somehow bill knew where they were going and went to this base and waited on this helicopter yeah he's like oh hey guys just waiting for marley uh and nothing really comes of it because as he's gonna like he's about to kill her michael parks comes in and just pretty much blows his head off yeah uh but yeah you they get the, all the people on the helicopter. Ray dies. They get Cherry there. They fly away. Happily ever after. Cuts to who knows how long later. And it's not that long later because uh, she has the baby. Yeah, um, so a year maybe. But like Ray told her, they go to the they go to the ocean. Put your back to the ocean, and they just go and they're they're staying at like this old Aztec temple. Uh, Kind of a, a throwback, I guess, to Dust Till Dawn, because like the that bar, the Titty Twister was built on top of like the Aztec Temple Aztec where like, the Temple, vampires yeah. are. Uh, but it's conveniently right there on the ocean. 
Mm-hmm. They have the whole group together. Everybody's happy. Um, eating the one dude's just like chilling, eating like grapes or something. Eating grapes and stuff. Uh, she has a Gatling gun for a leg now, not just a machine gun. She has chain a gun. fucking chain gun on her leg, just <laughs> blasting these zombies away. And then she has like the baby on her back. <laughs> looking hot. Still looking hot, by the way. Still looking hot. Throughout the whole movie, Rose yeah. McGowan was so fine. Uh, but yeah, they have a huge group at this temple at the ocean and pretty much live happily ever after <laughs> with just without Ray at this point. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like they have the zombies under control and they're like they, they're at the ocean so they can only come at them for from a couple ways. They do uh, show a shot of the world looking real fucked though, like the cities are burned down and shit. So yeah, it seems like it's spread. Seems like it, they, they they are their own happy little thing, but they're an apocalypse now. Yeah. And that's that's how the movie ends. They go out on a, a happy note, surprisingly, yeah. here. Uh, but I had a blast watching this movie just because it's been such a long time since I've seen it. it. It was like rewatching it for the first time. And like I said, it's it's trying to one up itself every every couple minutes here. Every scene, it's trying to one up the next one. Uh, I loved it, man, though. I love the yeah. ultra violence in it. I love just the corniness and how it doesn't take itself too seriously. Some of the one, one liners in there, uh, just the way that the whole presentation of the movie, uh, the missing scenes, the missing reels, the grittiness, uh, just kind of the, the defects in the film as well that you see throughout the movie. It's, it's so good. No, I agree. I, I think the movie's a, if once you know what you're getting yourself into, it's a fun movie. Like if you're taking it too seriously, you're not going to have a good time, but this movie is, just balls to the wall the entire time. And I don't think we gave Rose McGowan's character enough time. She's hilarious through the whole thing. Oh, she's like, great. The whole movie, she's so funny. She's so, like, pessimistic. She's so, like, she's like, oh, this is useless talent, never 37 And she plays it so straight, too. Yeah, like so it, straight. Yeah, it, like, these small little lines or whatever she has, she plays it so straight. Like, she's not yeah. trying to be funny or anything like that. And that's what makes it funny. She's uh, the standout she's for great, me in man. this film. Oh, yeah. She's great film yeah absolutely whereas like ray he does he does his job but he's very he's very one note throughout the the course of the movie uh but it was great seeing these other guys i mean bruce willis pretty much plays bruce willis in the movie you you get you get what you get with bruce willis but it was cool seeing uh michael bain in there tom savini fergie uh you don't really see fergie in too many movies so it was kind of cool seeing her in there and it's been a long time since i've seen fergie in general so it was surprising this year i was like oh that's fergie. fergie uh and i love josh brolin so it was cool seeing josh brolin even though he's he's a dickhead in the movie yeah he did well though he he plays a good dickhead he plays a good dickhead in the movie and michael parks and the very little role he has is as good as always yeah. quentin tarantino is even extra pretty hateable you know he's, he's pretty hateable. hateable yeah all yeah. the characters you're supposed to hate they, they do hate. a very good job of making you yeah. hate them uh whereas like in the next movie we're going to get to, you kind of you kind of like the dude you're supposed to hate in, eh. in, in Death Proof. I yeah, that. I mean, again, I, I will review it real quick, but I, I just feel like this is a movie you got to see for yourself. You can't listen to somebody's review. You got to watch oh, yeah. it. Talking about it doesn't do it any justice, man. Even no. like if you're watching this review, you're seeing tiny clips. It doesn't do it any justice because as a whole, it's such a wild ride. And it, it's a wild it's ride. It's so entertaining throughout the whole thing. And it's... It's so fast paced. The pacing is great because every single scene, there's something crazy happening. It doesn't let off the gas at all. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I, it's a buy it for me, man. I buy it 
own this movie, whatever, whatever your thing is, own this, buy it. Yeah, I usually do a, a buy it, rent it, or miss it. I definitely say buy it. Uh, buy it. Even though the death proof isn't part of this, I say go out and buy the, you know, the combo. The grindhouse. Yeah, yeah go yeah. out and buy the actual grindhouse Blu-ray. That way you get both of them. You get all the special, it's two discs. One's just special features. So I, I can't wait to go in and see what kind of shit's on the special features disc. But you all, you get the full presentation with both of them. It's, it's great. I highly recommend Planet Terror alone by itself. I definitely recommend. Me too. Buy yeah. it. Buy it. Uh, so yeah, that's the review here. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to check out all the content across the Waves 5 channel and Cinema Trip Reviews channel. Make sure to follow us at Waves 5 Media on Twitter. And where can they find you, Alex? As always, you can find me on the Tap That channel, Tap That Reviews uh, on YouTube. So find me there. All right. Until next time, we'll see everybody later.